It's time for Yes, I Can Living. Entrepreneurial women all have one thing in common. We want to consistently improve our lives to be the best it can be. I'm your host, Kathy Alessandra, and I'll be interviewing inspiring women who think outside the box, color outside the lines, and live beyond the limits of their fears. They're living all in and playing full out, creating their best life and embodying Yes, I Can Living. And welcome to another episode of Yes, I Can Living. I am your host, Kathy Alessandra, and publisher of Yes, I Can Living magazine. And I'm very excited that you have joined us today. This is a story today of um, somehow, you know, collaboration, right? You know I'm all about collaboration and meeting people and connecting people. And um, my good friend, Iamfe, who has been on our podcast, be podcast before, um, connected me with Diamond because of her incredible story. Um, a very unique story, but there's also an entrepreneurial side of her story. And so we want to get into all that. So without further ado, let me introduce her. 29-year-old Michigan native Diamond Allen has spent the last nine years completing her late grandmother's 60-item bucket list. During that time, she has also received her master's degree, joined the U.S. Navy, published a book and produced and starred in her own documentary, which is now on Amazon Prime. And I did watch that. It is a must-see, 59 and a half is what it is called. She is now on a mission to help others complete their bucket list and find their true passion and purpose. And she has also started her own company called Impossibilities. And um, she's gonna tell us a little bit about that. But Diamond, welcome to, uh, welcome to the show today. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, I'm excited to have you. I love seeing young women entrepreneurs who are making a difference and following their passion, living their dreams, and heck, a, a bucket list to boot. I am all about <laughs> bucket list, right? And it's not even yes. So, and that's actually how we first connected was because of this bucket list story. So let's yes. start there and then work into the um, into the business part of this. But tell me a little bit about this 60 item bucket list of your grandmother's. Well, we began it um, on her 60th birthday, um, which was my sophomore year in college. Um, a little before that, she was diagnosed with uterine cancer. And, you know, she lost her hair and different things like that. But I was away at school, so I didn't get to watch her go through those changes. So my first time really seeing her look so different was at her 60th birthday, which I came to town for. But at my school, we had just watched the film Bucket List. Um, so when I came home, I was like, Grandma, you know, we should make one of these since it's your 60th birthday. And she entertained me, but she wasn't really <laughs> that keen on it. Um, so we made it and I decided it should be 60 because it was her 60th birthday. And when she put the things down, I wasn't much paying attention to it. I was writing my own list, which had like three things on it. Like I wanted to go to England and like get a coach purse or something. So trivial, you know, I was really young. So <laughs> her list had all these things on it and as she's reading it, I'm like, oh girl, okay. I see what you want to do with yourself, you know? So we didn't think much of it, but a month later she passed away um, in September. And I didn't even realize that she was at that point, you know, I was really sheltered at that time. So after we cleaned out her things, I took the things I wanted. And when I went to school, um, I realized that I had the bucket list with me. 
And when I looked at it in my grief, I just was like, I have to do this for her because I need a piece of her. I need something that's keeping her. To another school on winter semester and began doing her 60 item bucket list. Love it. Love it. Awesome. Fantastic. Well, you know, the, and the store, the, the Amazon movie, it, and yeah, the Amazon prime movie goes into, I mean, it shows you doing the, the last, the 59, yes, the last item, right? Yes. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about what, what some, what were some of the things on the bucket list that you did, um, uh, that, you know, were more challenging than others, um, you know, and, and what you learned from some of those things. Um, so the, bigger things on the item on the list which I wasn't quite expecting when or thinking about when I decided to try do the bucket list in her honor where um she wanted to have brunch with Meryl Streep and Diane Keaton uh she wanted to meet a president she wanted to sit next to Oprah um go to an award show um travel the world she wanted to give a scholarship to a student in need um, she wanted to write her own autobiography and then a few smaller things on the scale, like cook a three course meal. She wasn't a great cook at all. In my opinion. <laughs> so that was a big thing. Cause I'm not either. So I still was like, oh, I'm not sure. Um, um, you know, and many other things that added to the 60, but definitely the people on the list and going into places that I wasn't going to be invited in was definitely going to be the most challenging. And I actually realized none of those things were as challenging as I thought they'd be. The smaller things were the harder ones that I actually had to deal with, aside from the last item that hasn't been completed yet. Um, but Meryl Streep was actually the easiest time I had. Um, I, I guess I can't say easy is because not everyone would be able to do what I did to get to her. But as far as someone just being willing, she was the most easy and willing person that was on the list for me to interact with. Right. I love that. Well, and I think in the movie, it's um, you're meeting up with Diane Keaton, right? Yes. Yes. For the umpteenth time. <laughs> right. You know, and the thing that really, really struck me about all of this is, you know, this is yes, I can living, right? I am the mm -hmm. yes, I can coach. It is all about yes. being open and willing to find a way to do whatever it is that you need to do, right? And and you, yes. found, you, you clearly found the way, right? <laughs> yes. Things. Uh, what, what is the last, if you don't mind me asking, what is the last mm -hmm. item that hasn't been? Um, Have brunch with Diane Keaton is the last item. And I say 59 and a half because I've met her a dozen times. She knows who I am. We know, you know, we're on a rapport in that manner, but she just hasn't committed and sat down and did the brunch part. And I've been doing this part with her since 2013, back and forth. So it's been very trying, you know, because part of me is kind of okay because once she does it that closes that chapter completely you know there is no more of bucket list there's no more of this thing that with my grandma you know um it's a completed chapter but I've also been doing this since I was 19 so it's 10 years in the making and the other half of me is very much like yes chapter closed I can be at peace with it and go figure out what I'm doing with the rest of my life now, because I've given 10 years to something that I wasn't see. even mine. 
Yeah, yeah, creating your bucket list. And I, I imagine some of those right. things on that list ended up being things that maybe you wouldn't even ever thought of doing on your own. I mean, you know, and, the, and I the wouldn't have said, at all. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's, I, I love that movie. And I, um, I, I use a line in that movie sometimes when I'm giving a yes, I can talk. And there's the very end, um, oh gosh, and remind me who the actors are. It's, um, I'm so bad with that. Oh, uh, Jack Nicholson and Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman says to Jack Nicholson um, about the bucket list at the end, um, there's two questions you ask yourself. Have you found joy and have you brought joy to others? And I mm -hmm. think, you know, with, with what you did in this bucket list, um, you know, challenge and, mm -hmm. and going through and doing all hers, you know, finding the joy, um, you know, in, in her bucket list and then bringing joy to the others that you're meeting with all that um, certainly is quite an accomplishment, my girl. Thank you. <laughs> quite an accomplishment. So let me, let me take a little bit of a turn here and talk to you a little bit about your business. So you have a business okay. possibility. How, when mm -hmm. did you start that? How did you start it? Why? Why did you start that? Um, I started it actually a year ago this month. I had my first anniversary. Um, I've always loved tea um, and baths, like my two favorite things in the world. Um, even when I was a, a child, my aunt bought me every kind of plastic tea set and dish set that there was. So I've always had an infatuation with it. And I've always had a deep connection to Great Britain for some reason, even when I was younger. My friend um, that I've had since I was a child, she tells people all the time how she came over to my grandmother's and it was the day Princess Diana passed away and I was sobbing and we were children. She was like, how do you even know who that is? Like, <laughs> how do you know this woman? <laughs> but I knew everything about her and I always felt so connected. So when I went there for school, um, there was tea time all the time and I was in heaven like yeah. that was the best thing in the world to me going to tea libraries and going to afternoon tea so when I decided that I wanted to try something different I was like well I've always wanted a tea business I love making my own lattes and tea blends so that's how I picked it up and I tried a little bit of sampling myself making different blends and sharing them with my friends and family and they really loved it so I was like okay I think I'm on to the, <laughs> the right thing here so I started my business and I named it impossibility because obviously stemming from the bucket list I know there is nothing that's impossible you know you just have to figure out how to make whatever you want possible and I feel the same about my teas. I create such different blends that most people wouldn't put together. So it's like an impossible tea line as well. So that's right. how I came up with the name. Oh, I love it. I love it. So as you've moved through and, and uh, what a year to start a business, have to say, mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm assuming it is, it is online versus, um, versus. Yes. Store no, it's online. Yes. Yeah. So what has been your biggest challenge and how have you overcome that? With the tea. Well, my biggest challenge has been, um, I'm such a thoughtful person, almost to a fault to where I feel guilty for things that I shouldn't even think about. And my biggest start issue was I was beginning something, well, COVID hadn't hit yet. 
when I launched in January. Um, but I was very new and trying to figure it out. And I realized I really enjoyed the creating part more than the business aspect of it, which I think many people have that issue. I just want to make the tea and drink it and show you how pretty it is. But I don't really want to have to think about the sales and all that stuff. And it was a hard transition. And then COVID hit. Then I felt guilty. Like, why should I be selling it to these people who are struggling right now? You know, everyone is struggling And then here I come like, buy my tea, (laughs) you know, it's like, I thought it was such a small trivial thing for them to be contributing to. But then I try to change my mindset and say, my tea is going to bring them joy while they're stuck in the house. It's going to be fun. My packaging is really fun. It'll give them something to look forward to each day. And to my surprise, I had no issue. I sold out of every tea that I came out with every time, you know, so I was really fortunate to have as much support during such a difficult time for everyone. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, did you have to, um, you know, during COVID, we all, we all had lessons. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We all had, you know, I mean, the pause for the possibilities is absolutely. Um, did you need to, did you need to, or did you pivot in your business? Did you need to make a shift or since you were already online, uh, you know, were you able to just keep doing what you were doing or how did, how did that work for you? Um, there was a time, um, in there where it really slowed down a lot and I had to figure out how to change the dynamic of what I was doing because something was amiss. So, um, I paid attention online. I, looked at what everyone was experiencing, what people liked, what people were finding comfort in. And I decided to add a bath line to my tea line that is tea-based because I felt the way to incorporate what I felt good with. And you know, it's the thing, you make the best business out of things you actually enjoy that are missing. So I really, I took a lot of baths during quarantine, you know, like three times a day. I'm like, I'll just go take a bath. So I was like that. And I had tea while I was taking the bath. And I was like, oh, this is a great combination. So I decided to do tea-based bath salts and tea-based soaps and do, you know, spiritual things while I'm in the tub to really cleanse and give myself a fresh start after each bath. Like if the day was going not great, or I was just in my head from being stuck in the house alone for so long, the baths really helped. And I would do, you know, affirmations while I was in there. So then I added that part to my tea business and started the luxury tea bath line. And it started selling again because other people needed that. And I saw that like other people need what I need right now. So I made that my new selling point is the relaxation, you know, take a bath, have your tea with it or wait till you get out, you know, and I also have um, a chronic pelvic condition, interstitial cystitis, and I had a lot of pain. So the vast also helped with that. So I started infusing it with CBD oil because it really helped me and my doctor, re- doctor recommended it. So I also asked others, you know, would this be something you're interested in? And so many people were. So it was like the perfect transition into all things I love, which makes it so much easier also. Absolutely. But I love how you also did the, the vertical piece, right? You It was tea. So it's still tea. It's all tea based, right? And yes. It, but mm-hmm. it's drinking, it's bath, it's salt, yep. it's, it's, it's soaps. And um, yeah, I love that um, you really stayed in on your core you yes. know, specialty, right? But then yeah. also following your passion. 
also probably yes. for sure. So, so what, how, well, let me ask you this. How do you, and let me ask you, um, well, you know, you created, you, you completed 59 and a half bucket list items mm -hmm. from, you know, somebody else's bucket list, right? I mean, there's right. for sure. How do you define success personally, though? When you look at your business and your life, how, how would you define success? Um, I define success as being not complete, being hmm, content. Mm -hmm. That feels like success to me because for so long I was not content. You know, I'm like, I have to do this and I have to do this and this isn't done. And if I don't get this done, I didn't succeed. I failed. But eventually I started to be content with where I was and I started to be um, lenient on myself. Mm -hmm. And that's when my definition of success began to change because I was really ingrained with what most of society is that you have to achieve certain things or get to a certain level in life in order for that to mean success. But I stopped letting other people define what my level of success would be, you know, because once you've done something like I've done, like the bucket list thing, and so many people hear about it, it, it makes the, it sets a bar at an unreachable level. Like they, you, I put an expectation that I have to top that then. And you can't top something like that because it wasn't created out of competition or out of, um, for the public eye. It was something that was created out of love and care of my grandmother. So I had to stop trying to, compete with myself on, well, people are expecting you to be better than this and do something greater because of what you've done. And I just looked at myself and said, are you good with what you did? <laughs> because then that's all that mattered to me now, you know? So I feel successful because I feel good about what I did. And I'm not even 30 yet, you know? So I'm tired. <laughs> also, I'm exhausted. <laughs> I'm exhausted. So Oh, but I was like, I'm good with what I've done. <laughs> Anything no else is just an added bonus. Maybe, right? You know, I, I think there's a lot to be said about what you just said, because not even being 30 and, and being at that place of understanding what success really is and contentment and not, it's not about the million dollar paycheck. It's not about having, you know, a huge team. Of, it's not about, right? It's, and, uh, you know, and I think, I think it took me to 45 or 50 you know, to, to really get to that place with being okay and not being in competition, right? With myself mm -hmm. trying to, um, you know, it's just, I don't know. I, you're wise beyond your years, girlfriend. <laughs> I was just telling my best friend when we were in the story, and I think about these things often, um, you know, of what we want in life. And of course, there are some big things I want, but when I really cut down to the core of it, I'm always telling people, the day I get to where I can buy as many Bath and Body Works candles as I want and go eat wherever I want, I know I made it for me. <laughs> That's all. I can go eat when and where I want if I can buy candles. That's <laughs> enough for me. I love, you know, and having a purpose like that, though, that is that is important. You know, I, I will share a story with our listeners and with you when um, when I have figured out or when I was trying to figure out what what would be a feel like success for me, right? And when mm -hmm. I really looked at it, it was being able to, I have three kids um, all in their 20, actually younger than you, um, 24, 26, and 28. 
And for me, it was to be able to take them on a vacation, to be able to take them on a trip, mm. like my parents had done with us and our family. And, um, and this past, well, during COVID, my, um, one of our family members owns a house in Northern California and we came together and, you know, I, I paid her, I did the whole thing. Right. And I, and I, I told my kids the story. That is something for me that that is why I am, I want to spend the quality time with my kids. Mm-hmm. That's super important. Right. And that, um, and then all of a sudden I realized I had done that, you know, I had, I mean, I didn't get to take them someplace exotic yet. <laughs> That'll be the next goal. Right. But, but that's finding the contentment in the things in life you know, that let, that you're allowed, you know, that you can provide for with yes. provided for, for your grandmother, right. It's the contentment and the happiness and finding the joy, um, enjoy well, as the bucket list goes back, you know, have you, have you found joy and have you given joy to others? And that's really, mm-hmm. um, a big piece of, of finding happiness and contentment and success in my book, in my book. So thank you for sharing your story with us. So what's new? What's next? What's next for Diamond? What, what, you know, now that you've completed almost, if anybody knows Diane Keaton at a brunch, let us know. But, um, um, you know, what's next for you? Where do you, where do you see your business going? Where do you see things going? Are you, do you have any ideas there? Um, well, I did major in theater, so I have been also actively pursuing my acting career, but Um, aside from that, which is always so risky for my own personal, I would really love a tea truck. I've always been like obsessed with those. So my next step is getting one. I'm still learning all the business things because California is so complicated when it comes to that. Um, so I've been teaching myself those things and hoping that if everything improves this year, that'll be the next step for impossibility so we can be mobile and I can actually make my tea creations that I do in private at home and bring them to everyone else. Um, and as far as the bucket list, I, after I went through that journey, um, and I know for so many people, it stands, bucket list, when you think of it, brings excitement and joy and traveling, but my experience while I had those things was so much different. It was such a personal and it was a struggle many times because I was 19 with no money, literally moving states to states and out of the country and joining the military and coming back. You know, I did so many things that were really hard, but it made me think of life so much differently. You have a, such a different outlook that I wondered how many people where I came from or who just had a similar background to mine would never get to experience so many things because I can honestly say had my grandmother not died, I wouldn't have. Mm -hmm. We were a really close-knit family. We didn't leave. You know, you might have go to school or move a state that's only a few hours over, but you don't go to New York or LA or you don't go to England. You know, that's not a thing. And Had she not died, no one would have given me permission and I wouldn't have taken permission for myself Mm -hmm. to go explore the world, you know, and sometimes tragedy has to bring that. And I'm grateful for that as much as I miss my grandmother. This was the best gift she could have given me was to open my eyes to something I would have never gotten to experience. So I want to help other people really get to do that, you know, figure out why they haven't tried this and I don't think people should have official bucket lists that that makes just live your life now because 
once you're at the end, it's not as fun, you know, like (laughs) do it now, you know, while you have a chance. And even if you have children, bring your children along. So they have that mindset already when they're older, you know, and just have more experiences than most of us will ever get to have. You know, I have family members who are in their fifties, who's never flown yet, you know, and now that I've done so much, that's not even in my, I don't understand it, you know? So I really want to help other people kind of branch out and get out there and do things for themselves and, or their loved ones, you know, that they wouldn't get to experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Quite, you were quite an inspiration um, to many and hopefully um, some will listen to that and take that and run with it. Um, I agree with you. The bucket list is not meant to be, I, I, I say, what am I telling? I'm not a, there will be no woulda, coulda, shouldas in my life. Exactly. I know. Kick the bucket. Yeah. Literally <laughs> kick the bucket. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So if somebody wants to connect with you now, if, if they want to see the movie, you got to go to Amazon prime and yes. uh, it's 59 and a half and you can watch and it. Numerics. Or 20 yes. Minutes. But how can they, where can they, if they want to connect with you or find out about the teas or whatever, where is the best place to connect with you? So I have all social media. I have TikTok, Instagram, <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, and my personal handle is give them diamond. That's G I B E T H E M diamond. And my T website is impossibility.com and the T is spelled T E A. And it's also on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter as well. Awesome. Wonderful. Well, I encourage our listeners to connect with you and um, check out the teas and definitely watch the movie. It's very inspiring. And, um, you know, enough of, um, you know, the word no and I can't. It's time to say yes, I can and really step into your. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Diamond, thank you so much for joining me today on today's episode of today's uh, of Yes, I Can Living. I appreciate you being here. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. This has been a great start to my day. Absolutely. You bet. And thank you for listening and joining us. I hope you have a great day. If you have not yet subscribed to the magazine, be sure to hop over to yesicanliving.com and grab your copy. Um, until next time, I hope you have a wonderful week and here's to living your Yes, I can. Take care. Bye-bye, everybody.